Hey babes, Ashley here. I have a kind heart, a potty mouth. It's probably the rap music. And damn it, I miss my friends. But if I can't snuggle them in person, thanks COVID. I thought, why not build community here? So grab a drink, climb in bed, and let's hang out. Wait, is that weird? I'm on a mission to live my life unapologetically, which tends to look a little different every day. But one thing remains the same. It's a guilt-free zone. No shame here, sister. Each episode, we'll tackle real-life shenanigans, and you'll leave laughing, crying, or feeling as lit up as your crazy aunt at Christmas. Ready or not? Girl talk. Hey, hey. Welcome back. I'm your host, Ashley, and I, like, have butterflies in my stomach. Here we go, season three of Guilt-Free Girl Talk, and if I'm being totally transparent, I wasn't sure this would happen. In my soul of souls, I hoped that it would, but honestly, it's been seven months, and it's been a rough seven months, lots of change, Um, and I just was struggling. Um, So first and foremost, I just want to say thank you, thank you, thank you for continuing to listen, for being encouraging, for being excited. When I mentioned coming back, I am super grateful. And if it weren't for you, um, I wouldn't be coming back. And that would be a travesty. I mean, we need this girl time. Am I wrong? So thank you. I appreciate you. I appreciate your patience. And I think I'm ready. Honestly, I don't know that I would ever truly be ready, which is why it's taken me so long. When I started this podcast, I wanted it to be and still want it to be like you and I are chilling on the couch, drinking a glass of wine, cuddled on our blanket, unless you live in Texas because it's a million degrees, Um, like in our sweatpants, just talking like friends and for that to work there has to be transparency which again is the whole idea of guilt-free shame-free girl talk podcast right is being able to have those conversations that I would have in private on the couch with my girlfriends with you and that means being vulnerable and I am typically very comfortable with that. I mean, if you've listened to the first two seasons of this podcast, then you are aware that I will talk about anything. I've talked about finances. I've talked about infertility. I talked about my miscarriage last summer. I will dive into anything um, because I think it's important. I know building adult friendships are really challenging and I know that especially after COVID, We've all felt really isolated, and I think there's just so much power in having a place to go to feel less alone, and all of that I take so seriously and is truly the heartbeat of this podcast, and I found that in my deepest, darkest struggle, damn it, I was hoping I wouldn't get emotional, that I was having a hard time coming here and sharing what I was going through because I just wasn't ready and that's okay um but I'm not a faker and so when I started really struggling in October last year I I was just it became nearly impossible for me to come here 
and have these conversations because I felt like I was like lying to my best friend if I acted like I was okay. Um, but I wasn't ready to share that I wasn't okay. Um, and so I just completely took a step back and I don't feel sorry for that. I want that to be known. Um, because I think it's really freaking important and it's conversations that I have with some of my best friends all the time like it is critical to take care of yourself first like nothing is more important than taking care of your well-being and I have said that a million times and I will continue to say it a million times and it was crucial for me to take a step back from basically everything at that time in my life so that I could get to be okay again and I'm not like trying to be like shady I'm gonna fill you in mostly (laughs) um but I just want you to kind of understand like where the hiatus came from um so let's get into it you all know that last June I had a miscarriage and that I was planning to do another transfer in October and we did another transfer in October and I became pregnant and a lot went into that and of course there was excitement um, and shock but now in retrospect I realized that I did not heal even a little bit from my miscarriage in June and that I probably never fully healed from my loss of Lexi's twin and there was just a lot of trauma that came bubbling up um, and some serious PTSD from all of that that came to the surface when I found out that I was pregnant and I had a really hard time um, on top of the like mental aspect of it I was incredibly sick and having a lot of like weird I don't know side effect symptoms of pregnancy um and at this time I had started seeing a therapist in September and you know we were kind of working through it but side note it matters how well you jive with your therapist and I really liked her But I liked her like I wanted to be friends with her. And now I'm looking back thinking like that was not the best fit for me. It was more of like a gab session for an hour and not like truly getting to the core. So I was like, you know, like frilly and like checking the box like, ooh, doing therapy. But now with my therapist, I look back on that. I have a new one. And I'm like, ooh, that was not not actually helpful. (laughs) Um, So, I mean, it was to a degree, but not fully it wasn't exactly what I needed and she was wonderful it just wasn't the right vibe um or like connection between the two of us so anyways I was seeing a therapist but I was still really really struggling um and I was am still having a really hard time um like talking through all of that because I'm still very deep in grief um so in October I found out I was pregnant I was super sick but happy ish um and then in December um four days before Christmas we went in for our 12-week ultrasound 
and we had had like two or three ultrasounds before then and found out that I had another miscarriage and that was super traumatic as you can imagine and trying to get the care that I needed um, especially in Texas was challenging and I ended up having a surgery on December 23rd so right before Christmas and that was also traumatic and then I ended up in the emergency room a week later um it was it was just I mean like I'm not I don't mean to skate over it but I told myself that it was okay for me to come back and that I could say hey this happened without being um like handcuffed to going into a lot of detail because I'm not ready to do that and I think that's part of the reason that I kept pushing this off because I've always been so transparent and I've always been so real and raw and I want to do that but I just am not ready I am still grieving I am still struggling and it's just not the time for me to like unload all of that and share all the details and eventually it will be and I think it's so important I have had so many people reach out after my last miscarriage um, episode just super grateful both people who had had miscarriages and who hadn't um, I think it's so so important to talk about those hard things and I'm so happy to be the voice of like hey I struggle with that also but I have to do it in a time and in a space that's healthy for me, and that wouldn't be the case right now. So I don't mean to gloss over it, but it was really dark and really hard, and I just couldn't show up here and be okay. And as much as I do want to be vulnerable and I do want to talk about the hard things, I also want this to be fun. You know, like you wouldn't want to go over to your bestie's house and drink wine and sit on her couch if every single time it was like this deep, dark, depressing situation, you know, like I also want to bring joy and I want to make you laugh and I want to make you think and I want it to be like when you go home at night, you're like laying in bed giggling to yourself, just smiling and super grateful for that friendship. Like that's what this should be. So I just wasn't ready. Um, I'm still not ready, but that's kind of what kick-started this hiatus is just not knowing how to show up here without sharing. <laughs> um, so that's that. Um, also in the last seven months, I stepped away from my accountability community, um, with coaching and pretty much have stepped away from coaching overall. Um, so in October when I was having such a hard time, the girls that I run the group with were like, Hey Ash, like we know you're going into another transfer and either way, if it works or doesn't work, you're going to need time and space and we can see that you're struggling. So maybe this would be a good time after three years to take a hiatus and um, like a sabbatical. And I'm like, yes, you're right. That's exactly what I need. Because at that point, I was barely showing up for myself, like just day to day taking care of yourself tasks. So it was feeling impossible to show up and encourage other people. So I stepped away from that um, with every intention of coming back to it. And then the loss happened and another month went by and it was January and I was just like, you know, I'm not okay still and I don't know when I will be okay and 
it would be best for me to just completely take this off my plate for now, which sounds light, wasn't light. I had been doing this for well over three years, like every single day. There was no off days in the accountability community. And that was part of my like family. They were like this magic corner on the internet. We had all been working together for so long and supporting each other so well. And it was three of my best friends that I was doing it with and trying to let go of that piece was so hard and I like cried over it and made myself sick over it talked about it like Shay was losing his mind like I'm gonna tell them you're done if you can't stop ruminating over this so I did step away from it in January and there are absolutely aspects of it that I miss that is always going to be such a special time in my life and I'm so, so grateful, but it also did give me some, like, room time-wise and mentally to make sure that I'm really taking care of myself because when something like your health becomes a job, it, if you haven't been in a situation, it might be hard to understand, but it started to be, I'm doing this because it's my job to do this, not I'm doing this because it's best for my health. And then when my mental health was struggling, it became, I need to check this box because it's my job to work out or to finish this program. When mentally, I just didn't have it in me. Like there was a time when I was doing a program that was really mentally like taxing and I just physically could not. Like, I couldn't do it. My brain was not cooperating. I was just so depressed and so tapped out. And I just, like, sat down on my gym floor and was crying. And I was like, this, I can't keep doing this. Like, regardless of whether or not it's my job to stay consistent or if it's my job to finish the program I started or if I'm, it's my job to set a good example, like, there's more to health than just working out and showing up and I had to accept that I wasn't taking care of the rest of me which is something I've preached for so long and I feel like it just snuck up on me and I just wasn't willing for that to be my reality anymore so it was time to make a change and gonna miss it but I'm also really proud of myself because that was really hard um it had become part of my identity and trying to step away from that and like refine myself it's just been a lot of change over the last year I have grown and experienced and kind of really done some like digging about what brings me happiness and what brings me fulfillment and accepting which is the hardest part accepting that that has changed um yeah it's challenging when when you're known as to yourself and to the people around you like the tough love person and like the go-getter and the no excuses and like It's hard to let that go. It's hard to let go part of your identity when it isn't like gelling with you anymore. And I have in the last year needed a different kind of self-love and um, accepting that has been challenging, but I feel like I'm finally getting the hang of it slowly. (laughs) It's a decision every day and I'm proud of that. So If you knew me in season one and season two, you might not know me anymore. (laughs)
No, I'm just kidding. I'm still me. I just am a little bit nicer to myself. Um, but also a little fluffier. You know. Girl talk, right? <laughs> okay, all jokes aside, to wrap this up, I want to share something. A conversation that I had with my therapist that was really powerful for me. So maybe it will be for you. Um, as I've stepped back back um and I have changed kind of the direction of my life as far as like goal setting and goal chasing and going from being in a position that I was constantly seeking um professional growth I have found that the go-getter in me was struggling because I do want to feel fulfilled and successful outside of just like motherhood um and as much as I absolutely love like being PTO well now vice president (laughs) oh boy um and room mom and mom and wife like I love all of those roles but Beachbody did teach me that I also as Ashley need to have like personal aspirations and it was really fulfilling for me to have goals outside of that so I had been struggling with this internally like I don't want to take on too much and I don't want to burn myself out but I don't know what to do with this slice of me that's like achieve (laughs) um and I was asking my therapist about it I was saying you know I feel like I'm being like lazy like if I'm not working towards something consistently then I feel and I'm just like enjoying my life then I feel like I'm not doing enough and I said for example there's this quote that says nothing is more disappointing than being exactly where you are today a year from now and I used to read that quote and it would like fire me up and encourage me both like on my like weight loss journey and just like my physical health journey and in my business like go get them run hard chase your dreams don't settle etc and I said like this quote now is just like in my head and haunting me and she said well Ashley that quote only matters and only resonates if you're not happy with where you are And I was like, damn, Gina. (laughs) That's not her name. Um, But mic drop, right? Because I had just told her, like, I love my life. I'm happy in my life. There just is this, like, little piece that I'm feeling isn't fulfilled. And I I want to explore that. And I want to not feel like I'm, quote, unquote, settling. But she was like, it's only settling if you're unhappy, It's only settling if you aren't living the life that you want to live. If you love your life, if you are happy in your life, you are not settling. And I was like, damn. You know? Damn. Thank you, therapy. Everybody should do it. Thank you, therapy. Thank you, not Gina, for reminding me that success really truly equates to happiness to me 
Like, if you aren't happy, then you aren't successful. I don't care, like, what goals you've achieved, what awards you've won, how much money you have, how many beach houses you can live in. If you are not happy, that is not a successful life to me. And if I am happy in my life, and I'm just looking for something a little extra to, like, oomph me up to that next notch so that I can, like, feel completely fulfilled, first of all, damn, that's a good problem to have. But also, that's not settling. So I just want to encourage you in this world of like do more, be more, set higher goals, never stop chasing. It's okay to be. It's okay to be happy. It's okay to be content. People have made content mean stagnant. And that's not the same thing. Content isn't stagnant. You can be happy and be proud of the life you live and love the moments of your day and not be constantly seeking and chasing and like running yourself into the ground. Okay? Choose joy. And if you have goals and if you are an achiever and if you do seek more, more power to you. That's amazing. But know that and this is something that I needed to learn and I'm working on still. I think it will forever be a work in progress because of my personality type, but you don't have to be in a season of achievement all the time, okay? Right now, I'm in a season of enjoyment and there may be a time that comes and I'm like, all right, I am ready to achieve some shit, but today, this season, I want to enjoy I want to spend my days intentionally enjoying and becoming the healthiest, well-rounded person that I can possibly be. And that doesn't look like setting wild goals and running really hard right now. And that's okay. So that brings me to the end of this episode. I want to tell you something super exciting. So on my Instagram, which is where you can find my day-to-day life. My Instagram is inspired by Ashley. But at my Instagram, you can click the link in my bio and it'll take you to a little milkshake website and it will link you to all of these episodes, but it will also give you a link to an anonymous survey. So if you want to go and answer those five questions, it would be super helpful for me because that gives me some insight into what you need to talk about. And that's what this is all about, right? Girl talk. So I'll see you next time. Thank you. I know you could choose anyone to listen to, and I appreciate that you chose me. If this podcast made you laugh, hit you in the feels, or inspired you to live your best life, please do me a favor and share it. Take a quick screenshot, share it on social, and tag me. I'd love to give you a heartfelt thank you and start building a bestie community in real life. Cannot wait for more Girl Talk. Chat soon.